physical health and mental health are not separated. The body is one entity. So the brain, your mental health is your brain health. Where do you think the lack in education or information is, is coming from in terms of how we can all live healthier, better lives? There are so many people that are going through, that are struggling, that I can help. Welcome to this week's episode of 22 Minutes. And today I am joined by the fabulous Lily Samuels. Uh, Lily is a nutritionist, entrepreneur, and so much more. Lily, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, sorry, go on. Sorry, I interrupted you already. We've yeah, only just started. I know. Just now. Thank you. Um, I'm honoured to be here. Oh, thank you. It's, yeah. it's an honour to have you. So, Lily, obviously, we could talk for hours, so we'll try and we keep could. this as condensed as possible. We'll try. Can you um, tell our listeners just a little bit about you and your journey to how you've got to where you are today? Oh, how many days have we got? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, in, in a nutshell, basically, I... I, I, I used to be a nurse, so I, I work as a nurse in different departments, in both NHS and private. And then um, I, I never thought of becoming an entrepreneur at all. However, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, but I thought it was a, wasn't cool enough. I wanted to be a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> so I did nursing. And then when I was, um, ooh, I did it for 15 years. Wow. And then I started feeling long hours, eating unhealthy food, stress, and my body just started breaking down and breaking down. And I got to a point where I was diagnosed with um, something called um, an autoimmune condition called rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. And I used to think it's for older generation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it. And from there, then the, the, the quest to heal myself started. Um, and I kept working, but being in pain. So eventually I started searching online for nutritional food that can help me with what I was going through. Um, and then I started developing this interest in food and the relationship between food and, and prevention of diseases um, or even healing us. Um, then I found a course online that just lasted three months on nutrition and I did that course. But coming from a degree, I did a degree in nursing, I felt like that information was really um, insufficient. I needed to understand more what is really happening in the body during that time. And so I left nursing altogether. I went to Coventry University and did a degree in nutrition and health. And then I did a master's degree in sports and exercise nutrition. Really, the, the course was just because I wanted to to heal myself, I was—I didn't want to live on tablets forever and keep taking tablets every day. And from that, I started realizing that there are so many people that are going through, that are struggling, that I can help. That's how really Lily Samuel's nutrition started. Um, after I finished uni, I just—I went to uh, start helping people. I knew if I go and work for somebody, I was going to be limited in how I can help. Yeah, yeah, and there will be a lot of things that I wouldn't be allowed to do. So that's that in a, in a natural way. So, so, so really, from what you provide now to your clients, you've lived it and breathed it for the last I've, I've, I've however really, many years. I have, and um, really, I lived it the hard way. Yeah. Yeah, I went through all those, and um, the pain, and you name all the symptoms. So now when somebody comes to me and say this and this is happening, I can not only relate because I, I live there, but I actually, I worked in a hospital. I've seen people yeah. that were, um, I remember one time I, I worked in a cardiothoracic where we you know, open heart surgeries. And we had this poor man who came and had to have a heart bypass. Mm. 
and all you know all his um his heart was really just failing and i thought can we do something that that time i wasn't really i wasn't feeling any pain i didn't do anything but when i look back we can do so much with food so so really you're you're here to educate us and you know there's i suppose there's two parts to to the way that you can educate right there's the the people that have um in your instance you obviously got diagnosed with the rheumatoid arthritis so Mm. you can help people that have already been diagnosed with that right so you can help them to um live a healthier lifestyle eat the right food that's going to help their body heal at the same time i suppose there's also an education piece where you can educate how people live their lives to not get to that diagnosis right so there's almost like a pre and post isn't there? absolutely absolutely is that and i was oh i was at the other side when people were sick now i am educating to say we can do so much to prevent this lifestyle diseases so where where do you think the problem lies then because obviously obviously there's a big educational piece is is it that nutrition and do you think it's it needs to start at school level a kind of kind of children at school where do you think the lack in education or information is, is coming from in terms of how we can all live healthier better lives yeah i think there's so many layers to this yes school definitely have a role to play in educating our kids but we have also um, this food industry. Uh, they are creating food that is not good for us. But because as consumers, we are actually um, demanding that the, the kind of food. You know, we just look at the the rate of ultra processed food. You know, the pastries, the, the fizzy drinks, and it goes on and on. So the food that is accessible is the food that is not actually good for us. But you know, I'm going to be a little bit um, controversial here. That that that's profitable for these companies because in order to make that, you use less money, not a lot of money to create, and then you can create it in in, in volumes yeah. and make money. So is that finding a balance in economy and, and health? So it's a very very difficult, uh, very fine balance to maintain. And I suppose for you know for for the <laughs> entrepreneur, um, I mean. I suppose I'd like to call myself an entrepreneur, but you know, it's, it's in those moments where, you know, you work long days, you know, you, you work in every hour under the sun. And actually often the last thought in my mind is what shall I eat? Yes. You know, what, yeah. What's going to be good for me? What's going to actually make me as an entrepreneur perform better, yeah. yes. concentrate more. And actually as an entrepreneur, it's kind of the, the, the bottom of the, 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 the list in terms of priorities. And, and, and I think there's a real education piece there. And, you know, the first port of call often, is what's the quickest thing I can have? And yes. often it's fast food. It's going to be um, high in fat, kind of, yes, you know, and yes. all, the, all the bad things that you're oh, talking about. Exactly, exactly. Because um, just to mention, I do I do work with entrepreneurs where I do I go to companies and 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 teach them, educate them about how to eat well for productivity or for brain health. But when you yes, when you've long what long hours, you're stressed out to sit there just start googling what's good for you. Honestly, nobody would do that. But because that this kind of food is accessible, um, you would just go get a kebab on your way home or go to McDonald's. Yeah. But um, if you, you know, if you get that education, you can plan ahead. Yeah. You know, like okay, I'm gonna. You look at other successful entrepreneurs; they really pay attention to their health. They would, uh, some of them would go even um, uh, hiring chefs to actually help them eat well because they realize that their bodies are their assets, their brains are their assets. So it's just that education, really. I often get the perception that eating healthy 
it's more expensive than not eating healthy. Is that is that actually true? Or? It's a myth, honestly, because when you think about the amount, you just have to go to the supermarket, like the amount of rubbish, I call it rubbish, unhealthy food that you have on, <laughs> on people's trolleys. People spend, what, 300 pounds on their monthly shopping. But if you were going to have just, you understand that you just need your protein, you need your good fats, you need your, 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 your carbohydrates, like we're talking about the sweet uh, potatoes. If you just know that this is what my body needs, everything else is excess. Everything else is just indulgent that eventually, you know, we end up having uh, obese people and even children. So it's not really that expensive because there's a lot. We have alcohol there. We have an ultra process there. We've got, so in the long run, you're actually spending more money on unhealthier behavior yeah. and even at the cost of your own health because long term, those they're going to really just start catching up with you. Yeah. And for things like, I mean, for, for people you work with, obviously, um, sometimes obviously you know obviously you can reduce alcohol intake you yeah. can reduce the amount of food do you think it's still okay for people to have the odd kind of you know you know bit of alcohol here a bit of mcdonald's over here do you think it or is it kind of remove that from your your kind of diet altogether i, I think in moderation yes work but again there's a fine line with that what is moderation if you have one McDonald's a, a, a month, a week, and then alcohol there, a bit of ice cream there, a bit of... So when it, it adds up, it's no longer in moderation. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So if you could really just have that conversation with yourself that it's okay to have alcohol once a month, but why? Okay, for fun, cool. But is, um, health has to be the main reason why you're doing what you're doing. We eat to nourish our bodies. We eat to nourish ourselves. So if I'm, yeah, moderation is a very, very fine word yeah. line. And, and I'm really interested, I mean, hopefully you don't mind talking about this, but I'm really interested, you mentioned, obviously, um, you got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, mm -hmm. so kind of using yourself as a case study, in, in essence, can you, can you talk about how your, what you practice, what you preach, how that's helped you with your diagnosis and, and how you are now in terms of? Yes, so I, because the goal was I didn't want to take tablets. And I knew if I don't, if I don't take tablets and I don't do anything, I'm going to really just my, my immune system, because my immune system was attacking my joints. Yeah. So I needed to understand if I decide to not to go that route, there has to be another route because I can't just leave it. So I, I don't take tablets anymore, but I, you know, my food, I avoid things like gluten, dairy, because I've noticed that the, I, I live on gut health. Um, diet which is populating my good bacteria yeah. there 70% of my um of our immune system is in our gut i don't um you will never find me at mcdonald's because i know <laughs> ultra processed foods will yeah. wipe away all my hard work i don't do ultra processed food i, I i'm really they call my, they call me a fussy eater. <laughs> when I go to the restaurant, I have to, I research it yeah, before, yeah. you know, and I know which, which meal I'm going to have. Um, I, I think it's a testament to, to what you have done and, and what you offer your, you know, uh, customers and clients, because, mm -hmm. you know, people that suffer from rheumatoid arthritis can be in immense pain yeah. on lots of medication. Yeah. And, and you're sitting here saying that you do not take any medication no, whatsoever. No, because that's, that's incredible. What, what happened when I found that this medication, I remember the doctor said, well, when you take this long term, it's going to, the side effects will be um, diabetes. I was like, whoa, whoa. And the, another side effect and side effects, he kept, I was like, okay, 
I'm creating a sick body right now but with this tablet my body's already usually when we have all these symptoms it's a feedback the body says I'm struggling yeah help me I'm dehydrated I'm my hormones are all over the place I'm not sleeping well so we have to listen to the body and give it give what you want so do you think there'll ever be a time um this is probably something i was going to ask later on but it seems really prevalent to ask it now do you think there'll ever be a time where you mentioned obviously, obviously the doctors say take these tablets or these tablets mm-hmm. do you think there'll be a time where a doctor will say you know there's a there's a course of tablets you can take or you can go down the route of a nutritionist and and uh, lily's here you know yeah. do, is that do you think in in kind of that's ever going to be something that i'm hopeful i'm hopeful and now the few medical doctors that are actually understanding the role of of nutrition in in you know in prevention of diseases and in prevent in healing the body so majority of the mainstream medicine is still they're still really focused on on tablets and secondary uh, intervention which is treatment yeah but hopefully we we're still outnumbered as uh, as nutritionists and um and the, yeah maybe in a few years so that's going to be the dream right <laughs> it, oh, it will be the dream will be the dream so hopefully we'll get to a point where we're like do you know before we start with the tablets let's look at yeah. whether you know you're nourished enough your your body is is nourished or hydrated obviously very prevalent in in kind of news and media at the moment is kind of mental health mm. um physical health mental health yeah how um important is um nutritionist to your mental health and well-being yeah how, how much of a role does that play when you actually um realize that physical health and mental health are not separated the body is one entity so the brain your mental health is your brain health yeah so if the brain is struggling we were going to struggle as well. So when we feed the, we feed our brain, a brain it's we've got this thing called gut health axis, which is the very invisible line between the brain and the gut. And when we feed our microbes, the good bacteria, they are responsible for creating all this thing called neurotransmitters that helps us feeling good. They create serotonin, the dopamine all, and those you wake up feeling positive about life you, it, it, even re- research now shows that that things like anxiety and depression can actually be um reversed with how do uh, nutrition yeah, yeah. well wow. so yeah. there's this and, and i suppose again one of the questions is you know the education surrounding that is the education when we understand that the brain if we give it too much sugar with our ultra processed food we are actually um, I wouldn't say damaging, but to some degree we are, because it, it, a brain is, is is a fat tissue, a fat organ, and it needs the, the good fat, it needs the omega oil, it needs your avocados, it needs your extra virgin oil, it needs all, all, your olives, it, you need to feed, because everything goes through your bloodstream and it goes in there, you need to feed your body in order to have a good mental health. Yeah. So obviously you, you work working, doing workshops for corporate companies, you work with individuals. In terms of the future for, for Lily Samuels Nutrition, what, what's success for you? What, oh. what's, what's the dream? Oh, wow. Um, the dream is to have a team because on my own, I can't, I can't reach everybody else. And, and because I, I realized that there's so much work that, yeah. 
that needs to be done. So the dream is to um, to have a team and move into premises and have um, even go abroad, you know, reach out to the, the South African market or the US market and just keep keep doing growing the business and educating and educating the masses and educating and be be on you know on board of um institutions like the government in when they're making these decisions that educate them then you yeah. know this is the way to go i was going to say this sounds like something that needs to get to government in terms Level. of you know yeah. to, to yeah. really make those to make that impactful huge... decisions yes yeah, so that's that's the goal. Wow, that's incredible. So if you could go back and give yourself, you know, where you are now, advice kind of of, of when you started out, what what kind of advice would that be? Is there anything you do differently or is there anything when I started the business? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to think that oh, I've got my free, I've got freedom. I work when I want, I just will make a lot of money and it's gonna be um, strolling the park no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that is it. i mean they're rewards um, they're rewards but uh, you have to be in it you have to be in it all the time and in order for the business to 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 be called a business yeah. really i think the first um i mean i always say from our business it was probably the first five six years <sighs> You don't really get a chance to breathe. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you can see on social media, I'm everywhere, yeah. and and uh, I am the brand. You see, the, building a personal brand is really different from having products where you could just you can basically be behind the scenes yeah. and the product do the work. But I am the one who people need to. They work with me. They need to know me and like me and trust me in order for them to come to me and work with me. And I suppose that will be the. I mean, you're already there. You've identified probably what will be your challenge moving forward as you grow the team. Yeah. Is that, you know, you are the brand, you know, and it's how people will interact with your team. With my team. Without you. That's that's the challenge. That, but it's, yeah. it's building that, that authority and that kind of mantra that almost the brand then becomes a name, not you as the individual. I, because I don't want to be there all the yes. time. There will be a time where I want to, you know, sort of... Um, just become the, the CEO and then leave, don't do the work that I'm doing right now. So building the brand is going to be tricky to get the people that get, get the brand as well, isn't it? That I, in, when I get the team, but hopefully I'll get people who understand that health is your wealth. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's a great mantra. <laughs> yes. And what advice, I mean, what advice would you give? Um, obviously, um, there's a, there's a lot of people that are potentially interested in going down the route of nutrition and, and things like that. What advice would you give to people that are looking for a career kind of in your space, mm -hmm. um, their entrepreneurial journey for, for kind of way, the space that you're in? What advice would you give to people in terms of how they can be successful? I, I would say go for it. Go for it, really. Um, and understand that for me, the challenge is well, there were not many role models doing what i'm doing as a especially around coventry and warwickshire so i had to to find the information myself i had to so but i would say i'm here now i'm doing it so anybody who want to do it there's nothing stopping them yeah they can just go for it but just be prepared to work hard 
be prepared. I, I, I love science. I love talking about nutrition and stuff and stuff. And I don't, I didn't have information or background or, or experience on running a business. So I had to do the things that I, I don't really love doing the numbers and looking yeah. at marketing and like, oh gosh, <laughs> I have to do that. But you have to, you know, I wasn't prepared in there mentally. So do I have, oh yeah, I have to do. So if you want to go that route, do it and be um, prepared that you're going to have to do things that has nothing to do with science at all or nothing to do with what you were taught at university. But be curious. Yeah. Be curious and, and, and ask. And by doing that, you can get to where you are now, yeah. where you actually are making a big impact and a big difference. That's which it. Which is what That's you set it. out to do. I, I mean, I think I'm just scrubbing the surface at the moment. It would be lovely if we could multiply and hug the, yeah. you know, the people and to get well. For people listening that, that want to find out more about you and perhaps how they can connect with you, talk to you, can you just tell people how they can find out about you and, yes. and, and connect? Um, I'm on, on social media, mainly, I'm most of the time on, uh, on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn as Lily Samuels. I'm on Instagram as Lily Samuels Nutrition. But I have a website which is launching next week. It's called lilysamuelsnutrition.com. Um, I had to rebrand and revamp it and make it nicer. So by the time you're listening to this, that will be live. <laughs> LilySamuelsNutrition.com. Yeah. Fantastic. Lily, it's been amazing having you on the podcast. But before we finish, we have a feature called LinkedIn or Linked Out. Oh, nice. Because you like LinkedIn. This, yeah, I this, do this, like... this will be good, right? Okay. So just quick fire questions. Just give the first answer that comes to your mind. Right, right. So okay. It's not nothing too, no nothing too challenging. No? no, it's not scientific at all. <laughs> so meal prep or lunch out? Meal prep. Health or wealth? Can I say both? Health. <laughs> Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Tea or coffee? Green tea. Would you pause or rewind time? Pause time. Email or voice note? Email. Homeworking or networking? Networking. <laughs> <laughs> more money or more holiday? More money. Education or vacation? Education. There we go. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for those answers. You're welcome. Um, Lily, it's been amazing having you on, on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I could talk and talk and talk. I, I've been told that I kind of, um, I've got a soft voice, so hopefully people can hear me. No, absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. And we look forward to hearing more about your journey moving forward. Thank you for having me. Thank you.